Welcome to the GNA Podcast, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol, where we get drunk and talk about stuff. Yeah, but this, you know what? I don't think I'm getting drunk this round. I've been drunk for like the past two weeks straight, so I'm actually going to stay way sober and be way lame, but I'm probably going to talk like a mile a minute because I've been drinking so much caffeine, I don't know how much, I don't know what to do with myself! Uh, it's because he felt bad about the last time he was on the show and got really, really drunk. Yeah, I got really drunk that la- the last time. Like, I was... Uh, granted, I had been drunk, like, all the way up until that show as well. So, like, every hour before then, I was drunk. Ah. You scrub. Well, that was pretty bad. Anyway, so, we got the we got the lovable bunch joining us tonight, and... And we've got a very special guest. Yes, very special. Not special Ed, just very special. Yes. That is uh, debatable. So we're joined by Blue Shark. Blue Shark, how you feeling, man? I am doing marginally okay. I'm I'm disliking the fact that I have to do all these combat kills when I want to just do like Panther style, and the fact that I've gone through this train probably now five times. It's 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 kind of bad. But otherwise, I'm good. How about you, sir? You know, I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, it, you just reminded me of us trying to do that Sam Fisher mission on Wildlands, where we jumped in probably. A dozen times before we finally got it. Were you were you with us when it was just like uh, we got someone with Sam Fisher to? Uh, they were like, "Yeah, I've got Sam." We're like, "Just keep going, keep going." Someone would die, and then someone would. The next person would spawn in by then, and then someone would die again. And it was just like one person staying alive throughout the entire time. Just die, respawn, die, respawn. Helps if you unmute yourself, bud. No, my experience with Sam Fisher was uh, I broke him out, uh, and everybody was like, go this way, go this way. Shadow was like, go this way. I'm like, okay, and I went the exact opposite way of where he said, and then we completely ran the other way, got to a truck, was being chased by the by the cartels. It was, uh, there were there were helicopters flying in. Shadow will remember it very well, but uh, yeah. And we're being joined by Zyberblood tonight. Zyber, how are you feeling tonight, good sir? Who the fuck am I? Where the fuck am I? And what was I doing? Yes, yes, and me? Oh, God, Mass Nutton? That's where I am? Okay. Hey, I'm doing good. <laughs> we got D from Microbrew Gamers. How you feeling today, man? Not too shabby. Let's kick him back. And Cricket Chirp. And now we're joined with our very special guest, Shinzu. Shinzu, how you feeling, guy? I'm feeling pretty good. Got my mic on and my beer running. Unlike you, I am going to drink. I I love that you 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 actually like when you came to talk I didn't hear this kaklunk 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 kaklunk. I mean if that makes you happy I could actually have that I'll actually do that <laughs> over and out. <laughs> we should do an entire show where we do that. No, no, that'd be a terrible idea. After every single time we say something, <laughs> over. <laughs> Except for the one time somebody forgot to forget to say over, then nobody talks to the remainder of the show because we all think something else coming. Everybody's silent. We're just waiting. There's like 15 minutes of silence. Oh, uh, God, it would be good, but it could also be disastrous. Your, your audience would probably flee from all that. <laughs> oh, God. You know, if, if they didn't flee from episode 101, thanks, guys. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah if they didn't flee from that, they, yeah, a little, a little <laughs> isn't going to bother them. What did we do wrong in episode 101? What did you guys make me do? I don't he know. played the Decker Kane voice in oh. red porn. That's oh, right. God. It was 101 it was. Yeah. Yeah. You guys like all were old, like, like, I'm not going to be on the show. You're doing it alone. I'm like, God damn it. 
because you kept mentioning it. You kept bringing it up. Like, well, it's okay if you guys can't make a show, then I'll just sit here and, you know, read porn in a Deckard Cain voice. That was supposed to be a threat. Please tell me that as you did read this <laughs> yeah, porn in right. the Deckard Cain voice, that it was written in like the 1800s. Oh, no, no. Go back oh and listen God. to it. It is, it is cringeworthy. Uh, I don't know if I want to. Penthouse forum letters. I was cringing reading it, and I'm going, oh, my God. And I'm trying to keep it straight damn face the entire time. That wasn't happening. Decca Kane. Yes, I talked like this the entire time. Come, stay a while and listen. <laughs> oh, God. Come, stay a while and come. He rubs the lotion on the butthole. Oh, God, yeah, it was, it was like, like the first couple stories were about gangbangs, and I'm like, oh, God. Oh, God. You didn't have to do, like, the slurping noises in the Deckard Cain voice. No, I, I, I did not do sound effects. I skipped yeah. sound effects completely. Yeah, the writer forgot to include sound effects, so he was he's lucky. Read uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, and it went shbloop, shbloop. And I went and found some free music to put in the background, and it's like some really bad porno music, too. You gotta, <laughs> dude, you just, you gotta go listen to it. Only because, oh uh, only for the first few moments, get the laugh, and then after you realize that there's 45 more minutes of it, then you go, okay, I'm turning this off now. Was it seriously just you for 101? Yes, it was just ah, me. Yes, yes, it was. And it was me as Deckard Kane. In fact, I never broke character the entire time. Though you hear where he's almost bowed to, but he holds it together well enough, loses a bit of the Deckard Kane voice, but gets right back at it. Yeah. Just like broke back Kane. Did you get any actual feedback from that? Like, did anyone else, you know whether or not they were like, yeah, I really enjoyed that that that, uh, that porno read. It was really great, enlightening. Can I listen to it again? Actually, I did. I got a, I got I got feedback from a buddy of mine who listens to it in his car with his kid in the back seat. <laughs> That's a bad one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that went over really well. Daddy, what's a beep 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 beep? He's like, normally you guys curse and all, but I turned that on and I'm like, he's like, yeah, yeah, cool, Deckard Kane. And then he started reading and he went, uh-oh. <laughs> well, there is a warning that says mature audiences only. Oh, God, we put so many warnings on that. In fact, I think I even put in the show description, skip this show. Do not listen to it. Unless you are into that sort of thing. It's like, oh, oh my favorite fan fiction, Deckard Kane. Wouldn't it be funny if you found out exactly how many people fapped to it? Uh, no, it has a fap counter to it. <laughs> I mean, hey, I'd post that on the website. Just check a box here if you fap to 101. Uh, or I just put each one of the episodes and just check here which ones you fap to. Just have a ruined keyboard counter. Ah, <laughs> oh. oh, replace. Yeah, if you get up to 99, we send you one of those little keyboard condoms for you because you need it. Or or just get a ducky. They're washable. <laughs> <laughs> this, is this guy outside hosing his keyboard down. Oh, that reminds me. Oh, actually, before I get into another joke, let's get into some of the important stuff. Like, what is everybody drinking? And why Mickey Mouse is going to sue us. Oh, like, hey, fellas. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mickey Mouse is totally going to sue us. Anywho. <laughs> we all know what I'm drinking. I'm drinking some some diet caffeine-free uh, Coca-Cola, which this can's actually gotten super warm, so... Enjoy mm. your piss. Mm. Oh, warm, salty water. God, it's like fat liposuction at a bee author's ass. 
Anyway, uh, so we know what I'm drinking. I'm actually, I'm staying completely sober. So, uh, Blue Shark, what are you drinking with us tonight, man? Well, I got prepared. I was set and ready. Had the ice cube in the glass. And then right as we're getting ready at 7 o'clock, I, I poured some whiskey in. Thinking, yeah, we're going to start soon. This isn't, this isn't going to take that long. This little pre-thing we're going to take care of. And I have watered down whiskey now. And I just had to pour another bit of... Uh, Bullet bourbon. It's a frontier whiskey. It's Kentucky bourbon. Um, it's good stuff without ice, but you know, it's hot in here. So I'm cooling off with a wonderful glass of whiskey. Um, I did a review of it in our alcohol little review chat thing. Um, words. So anywho, uh, without the, uh, without the ice or without any water, Really good, nice little tingle on the tongue. You get a nice little oak taste with a hint of vanilla. Uh, when you add in the ice or you add in a little bit of water, it really brings out that vanilla taste with just a little bit of hint of oak. Um, 750 milliliter bottle, 25 bucks. It's corked. That's not bad. Fine. It's good. I find that uh, if it's not corked, it's usually bad whiskey. Unless we're talking Canadian Club and this is still college, then that shit was good. <laughs> I mean, I'll back that up. I actually have a bottle of that stuff in my bar, and I use it for old fashions. The Canadian Club or the Bullet? The Bullet, not yeah. the Canadian Club. Canadians yeah. don't know how to make uh, old fashions. No, they don't. Um, but the Bullet Bourbon, it's it's good enough that you don't have to buy high shelf to enjoy like a decent bourbon, and it's. Not as expensive as some of the higher level shelf stuff, and you don't feel bad about mixing it with something if you want to, besides like water. Because, you know, some people get really offended when you start mixing like $300 whiskey with something else besides water. Well, I mean, if you're going to pay $300 for something, just drink it straight at that point in time. Mm hmm. Because yep. you're spending $300 on something. Like, I mean, that's like whistle pig level. Yeah. The thing, though, is uh, whenever you say old-fashioned, I think you're going to get a hand job. Because to me, that's what a old-fashioned is. Can we take a vote again? Is Zyber still the only one that thinks that? I think he is. I think Zyberblood has recently discovered that he hates yep. terrible things and he doesn't <laughs> like delicious things. <laughs> so, Zyberblood, what are you drinking with us tonight, man? <laughs> I am enjoying one of my uh, regulars, and that's a Voodoo Ranger. It's a nice, easy IPA. Nothing extravagant. What's that bottle look like by any by chance? It's a can. Okay, I think I've got a bunch of those in bottle. I I sometimes get them in bottle, but I prefer them in can. Yeah, I don't know. IPAs taste better out of a can to me. I don't know why. It's a weird thing in my head. I think it's because the uh, the cans tend to hold the flavor better longer. Oh. Yes, so much better. Because uh, sunlight and everything else uh, tends to start to uh, skunk the beer. So does having the bottles with the caps. It actually has a slow leak of air that uh, ruins the flavor. Mm. Yes, you want bottles in cases that are tall cardboard and are not twist-offs. If You're going to go with bottles. Otherwise, you're always going to be good with cans. What, what, about a, uh, what about a very, very black bottle with a cork in it? I feel like this is alluding to something. I guess it really depends on what's inside of it. Dark Hollow? I have no idea what Dark Hollow is. Is it a <gasps> brandy, 
I've drank a lot shame. of things in my lifetime. Dark Hollow is not one of them, I will admit. Do we bump them from the show right now? Uh, well, it's good. Good to have you on, man. See you. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Dark Hollow is uh, is a beer that Damoc actually turned me on to. It's a stout that's aged in old bourbon barrels. I mean, isn't that like 90% of stouts out there? No. No, that's absolutely not 90% of stouts out there. I mean, you come to my state, you can find every every brewer around here has like a bourbon barrel with something soaking in it. Well, hopefully. So, I mean, what the I hell mean, you yeah. Gonna, what are you going to do with the bourbon barrels after you're done? It's not like you can reuse them. Give them to somebody who's going to use them. Yeah. Well, I mean, exactly. We have a lot of places around here actually do have them. They have a, we have a local place that makes local bourbon, local... Uh, was it uh, local whiskey, local rye, and they take their rye and their bourbon barrels and they give them to all the local brewers around here. I mean, my state has so many breweries. You wouldn't survive a day if you toured half of them. Yeah, some sometimes they turn the barrels into flavor sticks. They do, actually, yeah. We can do that. Uh, when brewing my beer, um, I'm going to do a, a, a bourbon-aged quotation mark uh, stout, and I'm going to take actual staves that have been cut out of bourbon barrels and use them. Nice. When I finally get around to it, them shits are expensive. Probably. D, what are you drinking with us tonight, man? I'm just trying to finish off the rest of these um, American wheat cherry wheats from the Samuel Adams. So they're uh, they're it's a wheat beer, so it's a slightly on the uh, sweeter side. It's only got 23 IBUs, so it's not very bitter at all. 5.3 percent alcohol, so not you know not very strong, but it's a good just chilling beer. You get that nice uh, aftertaste of cherry. Nice. And they also use a little bit of honey in it, too. Hmm. Sounds flavorful. It is. What about you, Shenzu? What are you drinking, man? I'm uh, I'm drinking Lawson's Sip of Sunshine. It's my favorite IPA. Uh, I like it more than Hetty Topper. But this one's uh, very nice citrus notes, kind of a pineapple taste to it. That sounds incredible. Yeah, I'd want that beer with a big old plate of bacon. Dude, have you had? I mean, you've been in this. Obviously, you've been up. Not have you been up in the the area that I'm in? Um, uh, not in the last like five, six years. Okay. Well, next time, um, you go down to visit these parents and uh and whatnot, I'll bring some down for you. I'll bring you down. Like you guys, All send right. me a uh, a list of beers you want to try from my area, and I'll be more than happy to go out, get them and then deliver them to somebody as long as they can meet me somewhere. Dude. I will drive up there and chill with you. Like I said, just let me know when and I'll drive up. Anytime you want to, you are more than welcome to stop on by. I have an air mattress if you want to crash the night because you're going to want to crash the night. Gene party at Shinzu's. I mean, I can't fit that many people here, but if you guys don't mind spooning extra close, uh, I'll turn the AC on and uh, we can try. What happens here stays here. We like it hot. We like it sweaty. Hot sweaty. Uh, the more sweat, the less lube. Ah, oh, God. We got to go into State of Games. So, Shinzu, let's start with you, man. Uh, State of Games. State of Games is basically, you can take it either one of two ways. You can talk about what you've been playing for the past week and talk about how you feel about them, or you can pontificate on how you feel games are in general. All right, well, I can go into uh, three games I've been playing over the last week. Um, Player Unknown. As everyone knows, that one is uh, a lot of updates went out through the game recently to improve its overall stability and whatnot and its overall game variance and play. And uh, I definitely uh, am enjoying the additions to it. Um, I'm not really enjoying the player base as they tend to be pretty uh, young and loud and obnoxious. Uh, so I kind of 
towards the end of the week, I kind of scooted away from that, and I started playing um, For Honor. It was a Xbox Live's free game for the, I think it was last month, the end of last month, playing that game For Honor. It is like the, the hardest game of rock, paper, scissors. You can have the whole blocking system is always like jet lagged a little bit behind characters, so it makes playing that game uh, very difficult with uh, people who are actually good at the game, and I'm awful at the game, so I get my ass kicked half the time. The game I got back into recently and actually reinstalled on my computer, uh, which is a complete life sucker, is Skyrim. Oh, God. I know. <laughs> but uh, I went through and I got the older version, so I can actually download some of the uh, the mods and not have to pay for them uh, through Nexus Mods. And I, I look forward to playing that. I just started the game off, and I think in the first day, I've already put like uh, uh, total right now. I think I'm up to like 22 hours, something like that in the game. I've only had it for a week, so I've been I've been hitting that game pretty hard. I forgot how much I love that and Oblivion, just the Morrowind series as a whole. Yeah, man, I love Elder, Elder Scrolls. And Skyrim, really, they did hit a lot of great things. I prefer Oblivion over Skyrim, but I'm weird that way. No, I mean, like, I do like Oblivion because I feel like Oblivion was much more streamlined. You had a much more kind of idea. Uh, Skyrim is great in the aspect where you have this whole open world that you can go into. and You can literally just do whatever you want. But the problem is they have, like, that main quest line. And by the time I fall back on the main quest line, I've already done 50 side quests. I picked flowers. I've punted rats. And the town I'm supposed to save has been burning for three months straight. Yeah, the thing that I loved about Oblivion was that dual world thing that you always found in like the Final Fantasies, where there's the world, the broken world that you go into, and you got to go in there, wreck some house, and then get out. Yeah, we've had that in Skyrim too. It's just it's on much more limited scale. You don't actually go into the world of Oblivion. Oh. Um, you do. Oh. You do go into it. Remember, you go into that book too in Skyrim as well, which is technically in in Oblivion. Um, but yeah, they don't have the Oblivion world. They also don't have uh, uh, Sir Patrick Stewart's voice. In Skyrim, yeah, where they have good it in Oblivion, point. and that, uh, that of course, makes anyone who loves Patrick Stewart go, ah. Yeah, but I always just, I, I love those Oblivion kids for some silly reason. I mean, they were fun. They were, uh, I don't, I think they were procedural generated as well, or mm-hmm. the technical term for that is. So, like, you kind of enter them, you never really knew what was going to happen. Um, but yeah, the Daedric, Daedric cards are very, very rare in Skyrim because they try to get away from an exact clone which I get, but then they end up having all the Daedric artifacts anyway. The Wabajack staff is back again. The glove is back again. The daggers are back again. I just kind of wish they did their own variants of those particular lores and whatnot. But uh, Skyrim happens to be um, available readily right now, and, and the mods are the modding community for this game is just out of control. Nuts. Some of the mods they have are ridiculously impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was uh, doing the mod thing about... Uh, two or three months ago, I was deep into all the mods for Skyrim, and right after that, I jumped into mods for uh, Fallout 4, and it's just ridiculous, like, the amount of mods there, and some of the mods killed the game. To where I made the like, mistake okay, of uh, getting that for console, and I didn't get it for uh, PC, so I, I, I missed out on an entire avenue of gameplay that would have really opened up a lot of avenues for me, and I'm, I'm kind of pissed at myself for doing that. All right. Well, D, what's your state of games, man? Well, I've been playing uh, more Octopath Traveler on the Switch. Uh, I'm pretty happy. There's there's a bunch of good stuff coming out for the Switch soon. The uh, Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee is being a uh, number one on the list. Yeah, and they're re- along with that, they're re-releasing all the Final Fantasies. Or not all of them, but a lot of them. Yeah, they they they're forgetting about eight. <laughs> yeah, I know that totally blows. Eight gets such a bad rap. It does. It does. Yeah, it does. I loved eight. 
But um, yeah, so they're 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 doing a lot of good stuff with the Switch. They're releasing out a special edition Switch. Um, either EV, they're both the same. It just depends on the pack-in game. So it's a, a Pikachu or an Eevee special edition Switch. It's got both of them on it. Uh, the color-coded um, little controllers and nunchuck things to it. Yeah, they're also doing a Super Smash Brothers uh, special edition as well. Bundle, yeah. There's a special edition of that with the with the Smash Brothers characters on the back, and then I actually like the way those controllers look too. They look really nice. So yeah, they're, they're doing a good job with them. They're re-releasing all the Final Fantasies with the exception of eight on the Switch. Yeah, oh not not all of them, but it's well, like is Final Fantasy technically I think is Final Fantasy five or is it four? The one with Kefka. I can six. never keep them straight. Six. six, six. That's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, and the music in that game is amazing. Yeah, the music is uh, absolutely amazing on that. Actually, I think uh, I think David from Hailstrom Games was he posted something on Twitter, maybe it was today or yesterday, uh, about the the theme for Kefka and about the the different the different portions of it. Dude, he was such a dick in that game, but it was just like so awesome to play the game and just see the world change the way it did mm. and before and like after. I just watched Kefka evolve from being like this, you know, oh, he's not what he's going to do. He's not the he's not the main, you know, enemy in this game. And all of a sudden he's like, oh, I'm a giant douche. I'm a hero. No, I'm not. And I'm dressed <laughs> as a clown. Nightmares fulfilled. So about you, Zyber? What's your study games, man? Well, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, <laughs> oh, crap. Was there more? <laughs> I thought that was it. What? No, I also been playing. Um, I picked up couple of old school games and started playing them uh both metal storm and ducktales on the nes nice we talked about that last week no i talked about other ones darkwing duck last oh, week oh okay okay yeah All right. <laughs> let's get dangerous um yeah i've been doing pretty much uh paladins for the most part um pokemon go on my phone Trying to get away, get out that uh, Professor Willow thing, the um, research. A lot of other shit, but I can't remember right now. All right. What about you, Blue? What's your state of games, guy? Well, I've been um, playing. I've been playing a lot of uh, Splinter Cell Blacklist and still trying to uh, beat that game. Uh, doing all the stuff. I need to find someone to play this game with because I need to do the co-op stuff. I never did it when I was uh, when I originally got the game, and I, I just really want to go back and do that stuff. Um, I've also been uh, spending some time playing video games with the girlfriend. Uh, we played Epic Mickey Two. Um, basically, it's a game where you have, uh, forget the rabbit's name. I think he's one of, uh, Walt's original cartoons before Mickey Mouse. And, uh, you control him, and he has, like, this electronic remote. And Oswald. Then, Oswald, that's it. So, you play as either Oswald, um, if you're doing co-op with someone and they play Mickey, and Mickey's got a magic paintbrush, which allows him to paint or thin paint which allows you to access different areas. Oswald can use access electrical fields to activate certain things. And you're trying to, um, originally in the first one, you were trying to stop an evil mad scientist. In this one, he's supposedly helping you. Haven't gotten far enough in the game, but you know me, I don't trust people. So, Hold on, back, uh, back up for a second. Were, were those air quotes or were you grabbing boobies? 
Air quotes. Because, like, like this is air quotes. Like, you were like, this. <laughs> like, there was a thumb in there. Like you, you, He was spot quoting. You you were doing, like, the booby grab. Uh, maybe. Um, anywho, so, uh, we've been playing the game. It's a lot of fun. She's used to, she likes simple side-scrolling games. Like, she's enjoying Child of Light. But uh, I'm trying to get her in, into the 3D world, so maybe she'll be interested in playing Kingdom Hearts 3 since she loves Disney so much. But uh, overall, I'd have to say I'm kind of enjoying this break from Destiny. I haven't gotten the new expansion, so I'm just playing other games. I think uh, this is going to help me finish some backlog games like The Witcher, and I need to actually go back and finish Ghost Recon Wildlands. But uh kind of enjoying it. I thought that was a butt plug there for a second, Zyver. <laughs> nope, nope. Zyver's playing with his brush. <laughs> Would not be surprised. Yep, I'm playing with uh, the special remote for the Epic Mickey 2. What's this for? Special uh, remote. Epic Mickey 2. Uh, they have the paintbrush that you could use as your uh, controller. And oh, that's for the Wii. They also have the um, button. Do, do, you, do you press the controller against the button? Uh, no. So the controller doesn't vibrate or anything. No, it doesn't. Ah, it's kind of a useless butt plug. I say they kind of missed out on a whole market there that they could have used that. I mean, that, I'm assuming that's marketed towards teens. McGee's gonna sue hey, us. Hey, if it vibrated, if it vibrated, I think they'd still be making this and selling it at the Disney store because you know how many teen girls would buy it. Oh yeah, they had a they had a Harry Potter broom that vibrated that adult stores started carrying. Yep. Gonna sue us. <laughs> <laughs> well, my state of games is uh, is stupid lame. I've actually played. Uh, I think I've played about maybe four hours of Destiny Two. Uh, I played a a game on my phone called Mini Daisy, which got me in a a mood to go play Daisy again. I installed it. I fired it up. Went into a match. And in about 30 seconds, I think I was raped by another player and a zombie running at me. So I uh, promptly turned it off and uninstalled it. <laughs> God, I love that game. <laughs> I rage quit and I rage uninstalled the game. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I was like, nope, not for me. Play it again uh, and you install it again. Let me know. I do have that game as well. Well, I want to get back into Escape from Tarkov. Oh, you actually got, I was thinking about getting that game. I haven't gotten it yet. Yeah, that that game is is very very fun. The persistent nature of it is what makes it super fun. I'll have to look into it. You, you go into a match and you just you got a hatchet. You run around with a hatchet. You wreck somebody's face. You steal their gun. You leave, and then you put that gun into your inventory, or you go in with that gun. Or what I've done, which I absolutely love to do, and it never works out. Like one in every twenty times I try it, it works out. I'll run in with a hatchet. I'll find somebody like a a. a, a you know, a, a bot or a person, I'll wreck them, I'll grab their weapons, and then I'll use their weapons to wreck more people and get more gear, and then I'll get all stacked up with this gear, and I'll run towards the exit, and I'll get I'll get murked. That's usually what happens. I, I, I'd like to escape with all that great gear, but normally what happens is as soon as I get close to the exit, I just get murked. So is it a game where after you get out of the exit, you, you leave that particular uh, area, or...? You, you start up a match... In an area, like there's a specific map and you start up on that map and there's a bunch of other players that are on that map too, but there's also bots. So if you kill a bot, you can loot the corpse and get guns and med packs and grenades and all that other fun stuff from them. 
but other players are around too. So you can, you can squad up with people and work together, but it's friendly fire. So like a great, oh my God. A, a great, for instance, is I went in, went in with a hatchet. Uh, it was me, Damoc and, uh, NyQuil assassin and NyQuil assassin runs up. And I saw everybody, so I'm looking at everybody. We all look like Russian shoulders, or Russian shoulders, Russian soldiers in camo. So I'm like, all right, I know what everybody looks like. So we run up, we kill a few bots. Uh, Damoc, or I watch Nyquil Assassin walk up to something and pick it up. So I see his bot change. And I'm like, oh, cool. He grabs some gear. Well, then Damoc goes and grabs some stuff. And I turn around and I don't realize that he grabs some stuff. So I turn around and look and I see a bot. You know, I see a rebel behind me and I freak out and I start plugging him in the face. <laughs> then I realize, and then he's like, oh no, stop shooting me, stop shooting me. I'm like, oh God, I'm sorry. I think I ended up killing him. Is it uh, when someone goes down, is there like a resurrection chance or are they no. down permanently? Because oh, they're down permanently. Yeah, once once you're once you're down unless they've changed it. Once you're once you're shot and killed, you're you're splitsville, you're out. I mean, I've only seen this game like in passing, so I've been interested in getting the game, but I haven't really done too much research into the game. So yeah, I was just I'll, uh, I'll stream it some night. You can watch it. It's it's fun. It's very very like there. It builds a lot of angst while you play. Uh, the best way to play it is you squat up with a bunch of people, you go in and you tactically take things out because you going in solo on a match makes it stupid difficult. So actually, I'm sorry. There is a little bit of a mechanic. So if you get shot and downed. You basically get into a like a your crawling position, okay, and you can like try to crawl away, but they can come up and just plug you a few more times to coup de gras. So it, it's a lot like PUBG in that aspect where you can knock players, and you still have the opportunity where your teammates can come back up to you and resurrect you and get you back up. I I I think there was that mechanic. Honestly, I haven't played it in a month or two, but I wanted to get back into it. Okay, I'll I'll look into it and, uh, and check yeah, it it's out. good stuff. But my state of game super, super lame. Um, I've been actually working on a new degree, so I really haven't had a chance to really play any games, even though I was totally, totally wanted to get into Forsaken. Um, I made it up to like 504 light level, and now I'm at the part where it's just grind, and I just don't really have the time to continuously grind for it right now. And they made the grind completely different than the rest of Destiny 2. So it's, uh, I don't know, it's annoying. But I'll Has probably grinding get back ever been exciting? Well, yeah, I mean, there's ways of making grinding. I mean, you're always doing a grind, but there's ways of making grinding entertaining, even though you know you're doing the same thing over and over and over again. It's there's ways of making it entertaining. It's just you know they they added in they added in materials needed for upgrading your equipment now. And when I say materials, I mean planetary materials. So you gotta go get like dust flower or whatever the hell else it's called, or dust shades or whatever. And you have to have that, as well as all this other stuff, to infuse your gear. So now, instead of the way it was of like, oh, I've got this piece of gear, I'm going to infuse it in this kind of higher light level. Now you can't do that. Now you got to go find other pieces of gear, which I hated from Destiny 1. Like, that was the single thing that I hated, was farming for those materials. Yeah, I think that's kind of a fault throughout the entire Destiny game, is like, the game starts out really strong, and then kind of peters out like a weak fart, where it just... It's not exciting when you hit that end game level where you have to endlessly grind to get gear, uh, and then either that or you have to do raids. And finding raid groups is just a, such a pain still. 
Now, see, now I, I disagree. I always thought that it was really fun. And once you got up to Endgame, I always thought that that was really, really fun. Um, and I liked how in Destiny 1, they started filtering out all that stuff that was really just annoying. It was frivolous. But it seems in Destiny 2, they're trying to bring a bunch of that stuff back to, I don't know, maybe artificially extend out the gameplay. I mean, there is not a lot there right now, so it makes sense that they're trying to throw things. I mean, the multiplayer has always been um, the strong suit of the game. I do enjoy multiplayer. I do get wrecked constantly by people who are much better uh, than I am, but it's still a lot of fun. Oh man, you you should you should go back and check it out. There's a there's a lot of content in there. Um, the only problem is that there's not a lot of incentive to do most of the content. They've brought the incentive back, but now it just feels like they're forcing you to do content that you really didn't care to do last time or before. I mean, I got when I got Destiny One, I got like the ultimate pack with the little talking ghosts and everything, and then like I got the expansion pack for it, and I felt like I got burned twice because. They did the expansion uh, for the first game, and like one of the expansions, just basically a PvP mode and like some other small things. And I, I did this game, and I got the season pass for this game, and one of the season passes just wasn't worth it. So I, I was kind of like, I want to get into Forsaken, but at the same time, I just I don't think it's worth it for the monetary value you pay versus how much you can play the game versus how much time I have because of all the other things I'm doing as well. Yeah, the amount the amount that they've put into like the amount of content that's in Forsaken, and honestly, the the amount of content that's in Destiny Two, even compared to the end of Destiny One, there's a lot of stuff in there. There's a lot of there's a lot of story. There's a lot of meat on the bones. It's just it still falls back on the same thing of there's not a lot of incentive to do it. Yeah, and that's kind of the same area because uh, my friends got back into World of Warcraft when Battle of Azeroth uh, was released and. I was so hard-pressed. Um, they were looking for a healer, and I used to heal for uh, a few of my friends back when uh, Ice Grand Citadel was released. And our, um, and I just I couldn't really justify spending that much money for the expansion plus the monthly fee for playing a game that I honestly probably would only play once a week for like two or three hours and have to grind every day to get the gear I needed to do the end game raid. Mm, yeah. It didn't really make sense. All right, so the actual topic we had for today, which <laughs> we we haven't touched whatsoever yet, except for mentioning it once, uh, is Kingdom Hearts. So Kingdom Hearts has been out there. Anybody want to give a recap before I start cracking into this? Because I can, I, I've totally talked enough tonight. It is really fucking confusing. My God, the the games leading up to Kingdom Hearts three, like the storyline, I just I read that stuff. I watched a video on it. They're like, hey, watch this and get caught up on what's gonna happen in Kingdom Hearts three. And it's like I'm sorry, how many times did we go back in time? What the fuck? Who the fuck? Are we in a digital world? Are we not in a digital world? Wait a minute, who's Ansem? I have no idea what's going on. Which Ansem are we talking? Are we talking about that Ansem? This Ansem? That Xanahord? This Xanahord? What the fuck? Is this is this the Ansem that's that's the heartless Ansem? But that's not the actual Ansem. That's that's the heartless Ansem, but that's the Xenoth. Oh my god, who is this? I actually feel so out of touch right now. I haven't played any of the Kingdom Hearts games. Oh my god. All right, well. Neither have I. I. I feel I feel really bad, but at the same time, when Kingdom Hearts came out, the only person in our house that owned a PlayStation was my brother. And he bogarted the hell out of that thing, so I had no opportunity to play it. You're thinking of PlayStation 1. Kingdom Hearts on, came out in PlayStation 2. Yeah, but I you had the PlayStation 2 when we were in the... Not until I was in the army at Fort Hood. That's when it first released. Well, you should have shared it anyway. Mail it to me. I can play it. 
Yeah, I'm sure that was his first thing on his mind. I mean, I was—I will admit—I was an Xbox fanboy uh, when that shit released, so I never—I never got into it. I regret my decisions now. I, I w- Nintendo fanboy, an Xbox fanboy. <laughs> I mean, as you as you know, I noticed it. So on day one, I got the PlayStation Four, and I got the Xbox One on day one. Out of the two systems, and D knows this. Out of the two systems, I went with the Xbox One. I kind of regretted the decision. D, of course, you benefited because I gave you the PlayStation Four. So you made out in that decision. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Kingdom Hearts starts off. If you've never heard of Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts is the 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 quickest way to 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 describe the game is it's the Disney worlds. If you took each one of them, made them their own separate world, and then you took all of Square's stuff, like Final Fantasy and whatnot, you threw it into a blender, you drank it, you shit it out, and then you molded it, and then you shined it like Mythbusters did. Yeah, it's it's, it's almost like uh, Disney skull-fucked Square Enix, and this is their love child. Yeah, it, well, it's it's... It's not quite like you go into Aladdin's world. It's not quite Aladdin. It's almost Aladdin. It's like a super processed Aladdin. That's why I make the reference of you took it, you ate it all, you shit it out, and then you polish it up to be really nice and shiny and awesome. Okay, I think Blue's right. We're getting sued. Well, probably. Yeah, we we are. But the nice thing about it was that it got you um, into these worlds where they didn't necessarily have like on a 3D Aladdin's world. You know, it wasn't like perfect, you know, recreation of the events in the movie because, well, shit was happening that caused shit to go out of whack. But it it's a very, very emotionally compelling story at times. Um, and it's really cool because, especially the first Kingdom Hearts, when you jump into each one of these worlds, it basically retells the story, but with Sora there. Drink, you said basically. Drink what? I've drank everything. Bear Grylls, that shit. So the first game you start off in Kingdom Hearts 1, you start off as a character named Sora on Destiny Island. I know, we can't seem to get rid of Destiny in this whole conversation. Um, I know, it's almost as bad as trying to get rid of Yui Bowl. Mm, Wait, are we getting snood by Bungie, Yui Bowl, and Disney? Uh, yeah, probably. All right, so who's going to be the owner of GNA Podcast after this episode? Not it! I, my hand, my finger is on my nose. I know I don't have a can, but my finger is on my I'm nose. It, I guess. <laughs> so oh, it's no. going to be Zyberblood. You you uh oh, you no. agree to take ownership as well as all monetary uh, yeah. issues with GNA Podcast. So yeah. they're suing you. Yeah, we'll we'll just send them all That's your fine. way. I'm good with that. I'll I'll uh, I'll leave everything in my will to uh, Cecil. Um, just make sure you go to them for a, uh, a class action suit, which forces me to uh, commit Harry Carry. I'm, ah, I'm certain that part of that uh, part of that agreement is going to be uh, Mickey Mouse is bending you over. Oh, like hey, Cyber, oh, oh, bend over! I like well, the dark side there. Oh, oh. Hey, that's that's Disney money right there. I want to use this lightsaber where the sun don't shine. Huh? Goofy's going to become a Sith. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, what are you talking about? Goofy's oh, going to be Jar Jar Binks. Oh Jesus! I like I do like the fan theory of Jar Jar Binks though. <laughs> I know it's not true, and it makes me very sad. But uh, I do too. I like the I, fan theory. I, I, I do like that fan theory that he was a uh, a Sith Lord. That's old you know, news. But the funny thing is, is that you uh, these are the three characters that you will see: Donald Dunk, Goofy. I mean, you kind of get glimpses of Mickey and Sora, but 
you have those iconic Disney characters with you at all times, which makes it interesting, in my opinion. I think Pluto's even there for some of it, too. Pluto's there? And the whole time you're thinking, where the fuck is that shyster Mickey? That bitch is, like, absent from most. Yeah, so you go through the entire first game, and you're you're trying to find your friend Riku. But then you find out, like, Riku's totally taken over by the darkness, and he gives in to, what the hell's that witch's name? Maleficent. Maleficent. Thank you. I'm, I was just, I was, I, I was getting Angelina Jolie in my head, but I'm like, I don't think she was in the game. No, but she did play the movie. Yeah, she did play Maleficent. She played a really good Maleficent. I like that movie. Dude, she was scaringly thin for that movie. Like that was terrifyingly thin. Yeah, yeah. But that that story of Maleficent just to sidetrack, you know, go off the rails. Um, man, I. That was completely out of whack from what I thought the Disney movie was, but it's been a long time since I've seen that. Oh, what in in Kingdom Hearts? Or no, Maleficent and 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 the Angelina Jolie. Yeah, movie. that was completely separate from the Disney movie. Completely different. Crap! I okay. gotta watch it now. Oh, it's it's good. I like it. I like Maleficent. Hmm. Horror movie night? No, it, it's not horror. I, I don't really think that consists of horror movie. Yeah, it's definitely not horror. I haven't seen it, but um, I kind of caught the cliff notes of it. All right. I know it's kind of like cheating, but... Well, so then we break into... After Kingdom Hearts 1, you get a really solid game. And the, the story, even though it's a little bit kind of twisted, it seems pretty solid. Well, that's where the solidness of it completely ends. Then you go into games like Chain of Memories... Which, in Chain of Memories, you are Donald, Goofy, and Sora, and you're going up this Tower of Oblivion. Now, in the Tower of Oblivion, they lose all of their memories. And the whole point is, they get to the top of the tower, and they have no memories left of everything that they've done. So, um, I want to just interject with a question here. Um, is this, so, is this before or after you learn that the Heartless are a thing? I know, I know about the Heartless. After. Okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. This, no. is after. this is after. So, like, the first game happens... And right. you, you actually, the first game is fantastic. If you haven't played it, you, you have to play it because it's got really a, should. Really it's got should. a fantastic story. It's got a, it's it in, and just like blue said, it gets you emotionally charged for the story. Actually, you know, maybe I think I, maybe actually, I should send a PS2 over to, uh, no, to I mean, I mean, I'm sure it's on cross platforms by now, but I'm, I'm fairly certain that I remember when the first game came out, you were, um, I was at your house, Cecil, and you're doing the, uh, the ship, uh, you could fly the ship, you build the ship with, like, the Legos. Gummy ship. Yeah, gummy ships. Yeah, I'm pretty my sure you were doing that. Nope, that was not at my house. Wasn't at your house? The I only reason the only reason I know, because when it first came out, I actually played it over at Gurr's house. I saw him play it, and I actually played it at his house, and I think I eventually borrowed it from him way after he beat it, and he was already done with it. And I'm like, all right, let me check it out. I'm fairly certain it was at your place. I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm fairly certain it was at your place. It might have been, but it definitely was not when it first came out. Oh, no, no, this is definitely not when it first came out. When I was visiting, that's where I first discovered uh, Kingdom Hearts was at Cecil's. We were playing, you introduced me to the gummy ship. This was a long time after it came out. D was, uh, D was in the military. That, um, then that could be at my house. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it was at your house. So, anywho, so then you get into Chain of Memories where they're going up into the Castle Oblivion and... Like, there's a whole convoluted story about that. Riku's involved in it, but he's making it in reverse. You find out that Riku's really not bad. He's good, kind of, but he's possessed by Ansem. And you're wondering who Ansem is. Ansem's the guy you fought at the end of the first one. But 
then we get into Kingdom Hearts 2, and you start off the whole game as a character called Roxas. And you're in... Wait, wait, wait. Who the hell's Roxas? Why the hell is he coming into this? What the fuck is going on? Exactly. So you start off the game and you're going, who the hell's this guy? But all I, of a sudden- I legitimately thought that shark was asking a question here. <laughs> no, but- <laughs> No, I know the story. But, but then you start off and you're like, you're Roxas and you're fighting with a bunch of these things. And all of a sudden darkness shows up and you start fighting the Heartless. And then all of a sudden you can hold the Keyblade and you're like, well, wait a minute. I thought Sora was the only person who could hold the Keyblade. And then you start finding out that Roxas is a nobody and he's part of Organization 13. And things get even weirder from there. Then all of a sudden there's time travel because one Ansem can go back in time or one part of Ansem can go back in time or young Xenothort can go back in time. Xenothort was a guy when they had the big old Keyblade Wars. He split into two. He turned into this. There's a whole bunch of people can use Keyblades. If you touch their Keyblade, you get endowed and you can use their Keyblade. So basically all you got to do is just touch the tips and now you can hold a Keyblade. It's all weird. Totally weird. But for the love of God, you've got to wa- play them. Cecil. Zena. Since we touch tips, we can hold each other's keyblade. Thor, not Xena. Yeah, yeah. What did you say? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I said Xenothorpe, but I'm pretty sure that's an alien from the movie Aliens. Yeah. Actually, no, that's Xenomorph. <laughs> so anyways, so you fight the Xenomorph guy. <laughs> but the, the, the cool, the alluring part of Kingdom Hearts, the thing that I, I friggin' dig so much about Kingdom Hearts is that they've taken all the Disney characters and they've taken all these Final Fantasy characters and they've merged them into this single world. So it, what you have to do is you have to take like everything you know about Disney and the Disney characters and kind of shelve it. And you got to take everything you know about the Final Fantasy characters and you got to shelve that. And you basically have to play Kingdom Hearts kind of going in there with like, all right, I know about these two worlds, but I'm not really going to think about them. I'm not going to be anal about this. I'm just going to play the game. Like, for instance, you find – what the hell's Squall's name in Kingdom Hearts? It's not Squall. It's like Leon. Yeah, like Leon, Leonhardt or something. Yeah. So you find Squall. You know it's him. He's holding a freaking gun blade, but he calls himself Leon. You find Eris, and you're like, oh, cool. It's Eris. You find Cloud and Sephiroth, and they're both really badass. Um, and you find Aladdin, Genie, and, and the cool, the really cool part is that as you go into these different worlds, you actually get these characters to fight alongside with you. So it's not just you, Goofy, and Donald the entire time. You jump into Aladdin's world, Aladdin's there fighting with you. Um, you jump into the Lion King's world, and yes, you're actually like your four-legged animals running around, and you've got Simba there with you. I mean, oh, Jesus, do you have Timon and Pumbaa? Uh, they actually, I think there's like a summon for Timon and Pumbaa. They're part of something. I forget what. One of them better have a gas attack. God, I wish. But then you get all the way up to um, where they left it now. So there's been a ton of games. Like, there's only been two major entries. There's been Kingdom Hearts 1 and Kingdom Hearts 2. But there's been... And, and correct me when I screw up, guys. There's been Chain of Memories. There's been 370... Two by five? 350, 358 divided by two. 350, 358 by two. Recoded. No, no, that's that's uh, yeah. Well, that's that's a there's re that's re chains memories. That's the recoded one there. Oh, um, that's right. What uh, 
What was the PSP one? The one where you were the 365 days. No, no, no. That like that was that was on 3DS. And that was where you played as Roxas as uh, as part of Organization 13. There I remember was, reading that there was like there was like at least four or five Kingdom Hearts game, but only like two in the official series. Yeah, there's there's another one called it's for the PSP. I'm hoping D is looking for it right now and he's gonna whip it out. The game. The game. He's gonna yeah, whip out the I was game. I say, please, please don't let him whip out anything else. Yeah. Yeah, we don't wanna relive his freaking military photo. Yeah. Oh, oh here. God. Look at all these pictures no. from Germany. <laughs> <laughs> it's my ass. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, his ass and his big hairy balls sitting right there. He gave us a yeah, goat that, and a picture. That TV, uh, that TV looks familiar. Probably. I mean, no, it looks like the one I used to play, uh, use in my, in my room at our parents' house. Are those Kiwis? Oh, yes, yes, they are. <laughs> it was like that. <laughs> Birth by Sleep on the PSP. Birth by Sleep. That's where you played as the three, uh, like Terra. Whatever there was the other two, I forget. But that's where you find that uh, that xenomorph guy, and you face it like you see him for the first time there as like some old dude. By the way, Shinzu, you, mom and dad wanted that TV gone. It is that TV. Oh god, I fucking <laughs> knew it. I used to play so much Halo Two on that TV, man. Dude, was, when you picked that TV up, I have to ask you. I was uh, I was big into Gears of War when I uh, when I started that TV, but Gears of War doesn't have crosshairs on it. So I took some tape and I taped in the center of the of the thing there, and I had actual like written on crosshairs. Was those still on that when you picked that TV up? No, I actually had peeled those off a while ago and cleaned the TV screen. Well, obviously, but it was there when you picked the TV up, though. No, I mean like uh, I played uh, on it and I pulled those off a couple of years ago before I grabbed the TV oh, okay, and cleaned okay. it. I was say I thought I knew it. Dude, that that was like I got that thing at uh, at Sears for like I think it was like ninety bucks. And that thing was like the shittiest CRT TV I could possibly pick up at freaking Sears because I was tired of playing uh, my game in the living room where Adam would uh, would just make fun of me for it. And I was like, ah, oh, whatever. So I, I ended up getting that TV. It was like 90 bucks. And that thing is like a solidly built TV. And I'm actually really happy that thing is still going strong. It is. I actually played my uh, retro on that. I mean, yeah. That's a great TV for it. Anyway, I'm, it sorry, I'm sorry I interrupted. No, no, it's all good. Um, so you, so that's, that, that birth by sleep one is the first one where you fight that xenomorph guy and you actually find out that he is able to take his heart and take out all the darkness and make a separate being that goes with him. Anyways, as I said, the story gets really, really weird. And to be perfectly honest, I'm not a hundred percent that I know it and I've played all the games and I still am not a hundred percent that I know all the story or followed it all the way. But the big thing is that there was Kingdom Hearts, and the, the Kingdom Hearts is this big heart thing in the sky that, uh, I don't know, everybody's trying to get to. They tried to make an artificial one in the first one, and Ansem failed, and all sorts of fun stuff. But the fun part is is that, that the game is just fun to play. Like, that's a game where you have the grind in it, and the grind is just, it's entertaining. You're doing the same thing over and over again, but it's it's entertaining to do. Um, and then going to the different worlds and each world that you go to, you get a different power. Like for instance, you go and visit Peter Pan. And when you leave his world, you have the, gl- you have the Peter Pan glide. Like you jump up and you just start gliding. You're not quite flying, but you're gliding over stuff. So it gives you access to different areas. And that allows you to go back and replay some levels and get to some secrets that you couldn't get to before. 
So the game is just chock full of, full, you know, it's, full, it's chock full of entertainment value. And then there's little mini games like the Gummy Ship, which, depending on who you talk to, they either love it or they hate it. I love the Gummy Ship. That's my favorite part of the games. <laughs> it's sad. You get Chippendale going on you, and they tell oh you all God, about really? it. Yeah, dude. So you get this. It's basically like a Star Fox. It's, it's, it's like a Star Fox. It's basically all it is. It's like Star Fox. I bet licensing for that game was absolutely like the biggest pain in the butt. Like for the first one, it probably was. They probably yeah. had to jump through a lot of hoops. But then when the first one was so great, Disney probably just said, "Here, like here's some more. We dug this one up out of out of mothballs. We don't even know what this character is, but here you can go ahead and use it." I mean, I'm definitely going to add it to my list of games I have to play. But that that list is so long at this point in time. On a, on a side note, Chip and Dale are pretty cool in the game, but don't try to put a little hat and shirt on a real chipmunk. Just no, don't. it doesn't work. Nah. So, we got the new game, Kingdom Hearts 3, coming out. And when's it, they gave a release date on that during E3. Anybody remember what it was? January. Was it January? I thought it was May. No, it's January. It Ooh. was uh, just before my birthday. Ooh! Yeah, it's, it's, better, it's closer it's than I thought. It's coming out soon. Now... One of the interesting things about Kingdom Hearts... I have it pre-ordered! Of course you do. And still, fuck you. One of the interesting things about Kingdom Hearts was Sora's character and his evolution. You got to see that in the game. Like, you got to see his development. Not only as, like, an emotional character, but also you got to see his development as a fighter. So, like, in the beginning, we talked about Destiny Island, he was fighting with swords, and then he gets this the keyblade he has a hard time wielding that damn thing so he just you know swings that thing around like a baseball bat that he has a hard time holding up but as he progresses you see him get stronger and more powerful which is always more fun when you as a character become more powerful in my opinion all right um the way that you described that all i thought was inuyasha also, you bring up another good point is that between the games, as the games progress, you actually see Sora not only develop as a fighter, but also develop as a human being. So he starts out as a kid, like an eight-year-old kid or a ten-year-old kid. And by the time you get into Kingdom Hearts 2, he's, he's like a 15-year-old. He's a teenager. Like his, you know, his balls have dropped, his voice has deepened. You know, now he's thrown around the keyblade like it actually means something. But Kingdom Hearts 3 is coming out. So, how many years has it been since Kingdom Hearts 2? Hasn't it been like a decade or something? Well, Kingdom Hearts 2 came on the PlayStation 2, so it's been a while. Yeah. It's been a few PlayStations, in yeah, fact. It's been a couple PlayStations. Yeah, pl They've announced the PlayStation 5. Oh, my God. So, yeah, so we've had PlayStation 3 come out, PlayStation Vita, and PlayStation 4, and we're finally getting a Kingdom Hearts 3. And PlayStation 5 will come out in the near future. Yeah, the initial release date, I, I googled it, it was uh, December 22nd, 2005. Wow! For 13 years ago. So, yeah. I mean, I have to play this game now because, like, after listening to all, and I've seen all the hype about Kingdom Hearts 3, 13 years later, a game that hasn't had a really a, an actual sequel is coming out, and there's so much hype after 13 years that it's it's incredibly impressive. And this isn't like Duke Nukem hype. This is like this is actual hype. This is this is games that they've they've really solidified in there and made a good mechanic. And even though they tried to change around some stuff. The game is validated by 
how long and how strong the fan community has supported it also. I mean, just look at the cosplay community and the um, the indie community that use Kingdom Hearts as their references. And also look at how many times they've re-released the game. You know, Kingdom Hearts 1.5, Kingdom Hearts 1.8. Yeah, read read uh, two point eight or two point five and yeah versions. Yeah, so I mean they've they you know even though they know that they haven't come out with a a new um a, you know another sequel, they've at least been like hey let's let's throw this in there let's throw that in there let's give you all of this. So if you get I think it's what is it if you get one point eight and two point eight you literally have everything that is Kingdom Hearts up until this third game. I'll, I'll tell you what, Shinzu, you get yourself a PS4, and I will send you those two PS4 remakes. I mean, I'm, I'm probably not going to get a PS4 at this point in time. My, my gaming has mostly switched to PC at this point in time. Um, well, if you get a PS4, you can actually remote play to your PS4 from your PC. Huh. I mean, there's that. Hey, D, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need to take back that PS4. <laughs> You wouldn't want that one back. I, I'm fairly certain at this point in time there's probably been a Pop-Tart inserted in that thing by now. No, I, I don't even have it anymore, actually. the um, Really? during near, Right before one of the moves. I actually have the Final Fantasy XV Special Edition PS4 now. What happened to the other um, one? Well, when Anya was really little, because like, we moved a couple times, uh, as you know, and um, when we moved up here at first, she was, you know, every time I moved, I, I would wrap everything really gently, bubble wrap and package it. So she thought that she'd help uh, by sticking a blanket in where I had my PS4 and everything, all my gaming systems in the hutch thing underneath the TV, uh-huh. and accidentally turned them on and almost started a house fire. She baked them. That, Xbox, you, a few other do things. Do you still have the actual piece of equipment or no? No, no, not anymore. Do, do no. you still uh, have the child? Yes, I kept the child. Dude, I kept I'm, the uh, child. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I, I kind of want to call bullshit on that because I remember when I was over visiting, uh, Jess and I were playing that PS4 and the power flicked and it just shit the bed. I mean, no, that was a different one. Dude, I got you the protection plan for that thing that just expired this year. What? Yes. hold on uh other than that you've been through three ps ps4s this i'm on my third ps i'm sorry that's child protective services i'm gonna have to take that i can't believe oh my god dude if i had known that playstation 4 wasn't even like i would have gotten a refund a partial refund for, for that protection plan you could have thrown that thing in a blender and they would have said oh no biggie here's another one Oh well, my god. <laughs> this is why communication is important, people. Very, very important. I told him I did it. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure... I, I don't chalk it up to miscommunication. I, I'm pretty sure Shinzo told me. I just have a shitty memory. Dude, to, be, to, be fair, to be fair, uh, to, I be got, fair. I got a, to be fair... To be fair. To be fair. I got, uh, <laughs> I got, I got uh, our younger brother uh, um, some of those uh, Bose Quiet 12 headphones or whatever he uses, and I got the production plan for that as well, so... He proceeded to break those, as he does most things. And uh, he uh, he's like, yeah, I have to go buy another one. I was like, man, I could have sworn I bought another protection plan for those things. Absolutely could have sworn. So then he ended up buying another pair. But I then said, oh, no, I, I found the receipt. He's like, oh, I got the protection plan. It, it actually expires in like a week. 
So he got another pair and he's returned the other ones. But at least he told me. I guess me, it runs in the family. <laughs> I no longer work for that particular company that, uh, where I could get the protection plans for like next to nothing. So I'm not doing that again. Wop, 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 You're on your own next time, D. So, Kingdom Hearts 3. They've been showing a lot of different trailers on it. They've been showing a lot of different stuff that they're adding to it. Um, I mean, I've been, I've been tracking this game ever since I saw some tech demos of it back in like, Jesus, 2010 or 2011. They were showing tech demos of him flying around and there's like a roller coaster thing that he jumps on. Um, but I'm, I'm super excited for Kingdom Hearts 3. I know that when it comes out, I'm probably going to take time away from my degree and go play the hell out of that game. But what are you guys hoping for in it? What do you guys want to see? I'm hoping for them to start ironing out that convoluted spaghetti-ass storyline. <laughs> I want to see what the... F- where the fuck's Mickey? What is an Ansem at this point? Who is he? <laughs> like, which yeah, one is Which Ansem, though? Like, who, who, I, who is... Yeah, that's what I mean. I am so fucking confused at this point. I just want them to iron out the damn story at this point. All right. What about you, Zyberblood? What do you want to see from it? Or don't you want to see it? Um... At this point, I, I'm not doing much of anything on the Kingdom Hearts front. At the beginning of the year, I was all gung-ho, yes, let's fucking get this game going. At this point, I'm no, and I'm not watching anything on the game, not you know reading anything, because I'm still going to get the game, and I don't want anything ruined. So... I, I'm freaking abstaining from anything Kingdom Hearts 3 at this point in time because even though I, I kind of got burnt out on it, I still want the game, but I don't want it ruined. Okay, understood. But what do you want to see out of it? That's my question. What, what do you want to see come out of it? I, I couldn't tell you. I, I honestly couldn't tell you because like many people, because of the way the story's gone so far, I... I have no idea what's up or what's down. I mean, it could go any which way. It could pull in never-ending story kind of shit. Dude, doesn't Disney own that? Yes, they do. I mean, I can I can understand his point of view, not wanting to have like any pre-expectations uh, or wants in a game to kind of savor it and, and make it like no no false expectations, I guess. Oh, see, now, like, one thing I want to see out of it, I totally want to see them in- interweave in... Um, Star Wars and the Marvel Universe somehow. Like, I would love to see them just just touch on that. Maybe not give you all the characters from the Marvel Universe or all the characters from Star Wars, but just give you, you know, just just have a touch in there. Like, you jump in and all of a sudden you're freaking Sora with a lightsaber keyblade and you're you're running around like it's, uh, what's that, what's that game? No More Heroes or whatever, where that dude's got that weird keyblade looking lightsaber thing. I mean, I think I don't think uh, judging based based upon the time frame of when uh, Disney acquired the MCU um, and a lot of the contracts that were still <clears throat> in effect uh, for part of uh, part of the MCU universe, I, I don't think that's likely. But it is definitely something that you can hope for. Yeah, I mean, you could throw some sort of little Easter eggs in there. You know, maybe not not necessarily give it a whole world, but do like a uh, do like they did with Pooh. Where you know you've got the hundred acre woods and it's in a it's in a book where you just go in there and you've got really short little glimpses of stuff. They could do an after credit scene where Thanos is sitting in a chair. Yeah, like friggin' all of a sudden you're sitting there and like 
all these darkness just vaporizing. There's Thanos sitting there snapping his fingers going, yeah, I can make this happen. Oh, well, they could actually at this point with like the way the gaming world is, I mean, look at Final Fantasy 15. They added in all that like extra uh, DLC stuff see, for different stories. That's that's what I don't want to see. I, I, yeah. I absolutely do not want to see that. I want to see with Kingdom Hearts, I want to see them do what they've done with all the other Kingdom Hearts. The game you get, here's the story, here everything is. I don't want them to throw any microtransactions on there. I don't want any DLC. I want the game to be the game. Well, they've already confirmed DLC for that game. What DLC is coming out, they haven't really said, but I really hope they do basically what Oblivion did, where they give you an actual whole entire game on a platter and they say, hey, have fun with this. And they come out with something that, you know, Shivering Isles was a great expansion, and they kind of come out with that, and they're like, hey, here's an additional plus for you if you want it. Hey, here's horse armor. Oh, no, let's not go into horse armor. It started the whole bad DSL crap, or DSL, DC downloadable content no no dsl is pretty bad too yeah it is pretty bad no but that, that like I, I just don't want to i just don't want to see you know hey here's roxas's story hey here's a, like, like what they did with like what ea did with dead space where you go through the game and oh, you're like yeah. oh this is great this is amazing you get to the end of dead space 3 and you're like oh my god isaac clark is dead and then you're like why is there a dlc then you open up the dlc you're like isaac isn't dead what the hell just happened I, here? Uh, they they did the same kind of similar thing to uh, I love Dragon Age, the first Dragon Age, and then like Dragon Age two happened, and I was like, what is this? You had to actually get the DLC to actually beat the actual game. It didn't it didn't make any sense. I hate when games do that. I don't I don't want to see it where they're like if they're gonna do DLC, do cosmetic DLC or or stuff like that. Don't make it story driven DLC. Don't don't be like, oh, hey, here's a DLC and here's the Coliseum, and you can go fight in the Coliseum now. Well, I could go fight in the Coliseum in the first game, so I got to pay for that as a premium in the third game? I just don't want to see that. I think what bothers me most about DLC is like uh, when they release DLC that isn't really – has nothing to do with the actual game. Like <clears throat> sometimes games will come out, and then they'll release DLC that's like well below your current level. So like you just kind of walk through it, and it would have been this should have been either a part of the game or DLC right out of the starting gate. Yeah, and I don't. Yeah, I guess I don't. I don't quite mind. I don't quite mind DLC when it's when it's. I say cosmetic. You know, you you get a new car, or you buy a new skin, or you know, you get a new costume, or something like that. But when it's, you know, if you took Kingdom Hearts one, and you basically just broke it down to each one of those worlds, like each one of those worlds would have been a DLC. That's basically just how it would have been. Oh. What's, what's that? If, if EA had made it? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they have like the world map. It's like 99 cents to unlock this world. That's what, that's what I mean. Like if if Kingdom Hearts 3 goes down that route, I honestly I think that would make me stop playing Kingdom Hearts past that. I don't think it would. I think EA has learned their lesson for the most part on that so one. So if it went the route of uh, Disney Infinity, <laughs> where like... You you have these like characters that you know you put them on the thing and it opens up other worlds. If they did that via DLC, I, I would be upset at that. See now, Disney Infinity was different though. I I went into that knowing that that's what I was going to get because 
there were Skylanders and I, you know, that, that it's already, it's already been a well versed like gaming environment. So when they came out with Disney Infinity, it was like, okay, this is Skylanders only with Disney stuff. So yeah, I get that too. That I can, you know, that I can swallow, but Kingdom Hearts has already got a, a pretty, a pretty ingrained methodology already. You know, that, now they right, but but if it's like that, but it's um, at the end of the game, it's all open, and you don't even have to do this extra stuff, but you could if you wanted to. I'm all right with that as long as it doesn't affect the story. Yeah, I think his main concern is basically him getting the game and then like the game ending, like kind of like Halo Two did. Where it's like now you have to buy Halo Three as a DLC pack. We have to figure out how the game ends. All right, fair enough. Or, or like, like my example, Dead Space Three. You get all the way to the end of it, and you're like, "Oh my god, everybody's dead." Why does it say buy DLC now? What is this? I think the worst example of that I could possibly ever come up with. Uh, you guys ever play Alan Wake? Not yet. So you buy that game, and then you have to buy the DLC in order to figure out how the game actually ends. The game ends on a cliffhanger, and there was immediately DLC that was released. When the game was released, there was DLC already be available for it to continue the game from where the game ended so you can actually get to the actual ending of that game. Is this a bad time for a wouldn't it be funny if? No. Please do not do that. <laughs> no, but that's how Dead Space 3 ended. Like, Dead Space 3 yeah. ended with everybody dead, and you're like, oh my god, that's how they're ending the whole series? That's it? And then all of a sudden it goes, oh, hey, there's a DLC. And you're like, what the hell is this DLC? And then the DLC ends on even a worse cliffhanger. Like, it wasn't even like, hey, everybody's dead. And you're like, oh, I got some closure out of that. Then it's everybody's alive, but you barely make it out. And you really don't know what happens after that. You're like, what the? That's kind of like a Mass Effect 3 ending on that one. And there's no more Dead Space. Visceral Studios has been shut down. I'm actually kind of glad for that. After They lost me after Dead Space 2. Oh man, I love Dead Space Three, dude. If I, you, I didn't, I didn't like Dead Space Three. Did you ever play a co-op? I, I did, and that's part of the reason why I didn't like it. As the person I was playing with didn't really understand how to play that game. Oh, dude, like they nailed co-op with that game. Like I would go back if if any one of you guys said, "Hey, I just picked up Dead Space 3 I'd be like, "What system? And when are we playing it?" I mean, if you have an Xbox, I will go out and get that game, and we can definitely play it. But the person I was playing with it just was just uh, not fun to play with. So I just kind of ruined the experience. He has uh, Xbox One and he has the EA membership. So I do have Xbox I One. I think it. I probably already have it if I've because I got EA access. I probably have the game already. Dude, I'll go through that game with you hands down in a heartbeat. That game is stupid fun as co-op, especially when you start getting to spots where one person is seeing stuff that the other person isn't. I should be definitely be in the. Uh, we should probably live stream that. That'd be hilarious, dude. I'm I'm down, but we'd have to live stream both of us simultaneously so everybody could see what's happening on everybody else's screen. I don't have a connect. I would have to get a connect though. Um, no, you got a computer, right? Yeah. There you go. Do you have it on PC? That doesn't matter. You can play your Xbox games through your computer, stream it on your computer, and use your OBS and PC cam. Yeah, OBS. This is true. I don't have. I don't have a. a a webcam, but I could definitely get one. Um, it's, it's it's in the $20 bin, so you know what? I'll get it. 
You set you send me uh, a time frame in which you're not going to be inundated with schoolwork, and I will pick up that game, and we can definitely play it, and we can stream it. That's never going to be a time. You, we just got to we just got to bat out of time. We'll talk after the show, and we'll figure out a time. All right, we'll get that, that going. Sounds good. <laughs> Stop getting degrees and being so smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, after this one, I'm done for a bit. All right, last topic I wanted to talk about. Isn't that what you said last Wait, time? You're not going to ask me what I'm hoping for in. Oh. Uh, well, I, Blue was. I thought he was asleep. But what do you, what do you what are you hoping for, Shinzo? I, you haven't even played the I, damn game. I didn't think you had I'm any hopes. <laughs> I'm hoping. Uh, I'm hoping they. Uh, I'm hoping for uh, Fallout seventy six. I'm hoping you don't cut out. I'm hoping for uh, Fallout seventy six. <laughs> what in Kingdom Hearts? No, just the game itself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was. I was saying, what are people hoping for in Kingdom Hearts? Oh, uh, a sex scene. <laughs> getting sued, getting sued. Oh, yes. I want, <laughs> involving I want Goofy. Not involving Goofy and Geralt from Witcher. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah, we're totally getting sued. <laughs> what about you, Bruce, <laughs> since you haven't played the game either? That's why I didn't even think of you two, because you haven't played the freaking games. We still well, have wants. We're getting sued by another studi- uh, studio, and that's uh, CD Projekt yep. Red. Thanks a lot, Shinzo. Yeah, we're just tack them on the list. Can we bring Epic Studios into this as well? Why not? We're being sued God. by everybody else. Here, let's make sure I get a list of all the people who are, who are suing us. So we got, what, all Disney? Right. It'll be episode a- title. <laughs> It'll be a secret gangbang of locusts after the credits roll. So CD Projekt Red, who else is suing us? EA probably because they like to sue everyone. The Coalition. The Coalition. Locust. No, uh, the Coalition is from Epic Studios, so that'd be Epic. All right, so there we go. We got everybody who's suing us. We'll just make a list of that later. I'll just start a class action lawsuit against us for them. <laughs> I just I still want to hear hear uh, what he wants to see. He who has not played the games, you know. So. I have never played a Kingdom Hearts game, but I have watched some of these YouTube videos of the story. Um, and I'd have to say, I definitely don't want to see the Marvel Universe in this. Because I think the stuff when they brought Tron into it was still a little weird. Um, mostly because Disney, you think cartoons, you don't think of, you know, like, the the, the, the animation of the face is just was kind of weird to me. Um, Marvel doesn't really fit in with Disney. No, Disney's not, you know, Disney's family friendly and all this stuff. You know, I know they've bought Star Wars, but, uh, Marvel's just, no, no, let's not. I mean, no, really? Do you want to see Deadpool in this game? Like, that's going to kind of kill the whole thing. Yes. That's, that's Fox though. That's not, that's, that's Marvel, but that's Fox Marvel. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, whoa, whoa, but Disney... Disney was trying to buy Fox. Did they successfully yes. buy Fox? Disney has succeeded in buying Fox, which brings me nice, to- nice. Clinger. Oh can my god, I was gonna go there. Mash. <laughs> Clinger can finally be a Disney princess because Fox owns Mash. So Clinger in the game is now what I'm hoping for. <laughs> yes, that is what we are now hoping for. I want a cross-dressing army man to be in this game, and I want him to have a keyblade. <laughs> No, no, no. He's one of the he's one of the princesses of hearts. He's he's going to be sitting right there next to Cinderella. Oh my god! He's going to be in the adult DLC content. <laughs> and the mini game of shaving his legs. Oy vey. 
But yeah, I, I'd like to see Star Wars in this game, despite what I just said, just because I really like Star Wars. Um, I, I don't want to see Marvel with like Thanos and all that stuff. Like, leave, let's leave Marvel to to that. Let's not bring that into this Disney game because uh, I don't think that that flows too well. And then I want this to. I kind of. I don't know. I'm probably gonna get persecuted or you know killed for this one, but I kind of want them to put this all together, tie it off with a nice bow, and that'd be the end of it. You know, I'd be I'd be okay with that. I mean, that's not an unreasonable request because a lot of the games that go on for five, six, seven, eight games just tend to peter out and get full of themselves. Yeah, and and get convoluted and contradict themselves, and hence why they bring in time travel. So they'd be like, "Oh, it's because this thing happened." You know what? Can we have Ewoks too? I think time travel is such a cop out. It is. It kind of is, but I have to say, like, even with the time travel in this whole series. I think there needs to be an epic Keyblade battle in the the Keyblade graveyard. Like, there needs to be that. That needs to be the final, pivotal, like, badass fight scene. Oh, dude, you didn't see the... Uh, at the end of Kingdom Hearts 2, there was a secret video that has exactly what you're looking for. Haven't gotten that far yet. Oh, I'll have to check that out. I'm going to be sending that to you. You got to see that. Oh, God. So Secret good. video? What is this, Outlast? Yeah, probably. Sure. Alrighty, well, I had one other thing that I wanted to touch base into, but I'm going to skip that completely. I'm going to force all you guys to talk about it next week. We're just going to a little anecdotal thing. So we first got to go questions from the audience, which we have now. You cut now, Cecil. Where'd you go? Oh. We don't have have questions. Yeah. We need questions, people. People, send us questions. Send us topics. We really need these things from you guys because we're starting to run out of ideas for this show. Eat a dick, I mean, Mr. Bull... Bullwinkle? Who the hell's trying Bull, to type? Eat, type? eat a dick, Mr. Bull. I mean, I have a question. When's the next time this thing happens? What, the next podcast? Remind the audience when it happens. <laughs> well, if we don't get sued by Disney, we'll be, we'll be releasing on Tuesday like normal. Oh, no, he cut out again. How can I be cutting out? I hear you guys perfectly fine. We hear you cut out all the time. I just assume that, you know, Skype has caught it and you're still talking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm still talking. I, I don't see what it's coming out. Anywho, so we got no questions from Zyber. We got no questions from the audience. Uh, I guess we'll go into where people can find you at. So, Blue, where can people find you at? Ladies and gentlemen, you can find me at twitter.com, at bluesshark45. You can find me at... Our uh, GNA Discord as Blue Shark Forty Five, the TPC Discord as Blue Shark Forty Five, Bullets and Beers as Blue Shark Forty Five, and hopefully streaming at some point when the shit calms down as Blue Shark Forty Five. Rock on, on Mixer, Mixer. Zyberblood, where can people find you at? Pass. I think he's serious. You can find me uh, palling around on the GNA uh, Discord, Twitter, um. Facebook, you can find me on my Facebook at Zyber Games or Twitter at Zyber Games. also have a website, it's a Wix. Uh, if you want to find that, just go to either one of those uh, Facebook or uh, Discords. Also use my Instagram, which is at Zyber Games. Where can people find you at, D? People can find me at Gamers with a Z instead of an S dot com on my website. Also, same thing on my YouTube, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook. I've got my own uh, Microbrew Gamers 
GNA, but I'm usually palling around on the GNA Discord. Also, yeah, dude, gamers. Rock on. And Shinzi, where can people find you at? Uh, you can find me crawling around on the GNA Podcast Discord. Uh, outside of that, I really don't have anything else set up, but I can definitely set something up uh, for later dates. You don't have, like, Facebook or Twitter or, or, or anything? No, nah, man, I have been uh, off those platforms uh, for a long time. MySpace? I think I actually do have a MySpace that uh, I signed up for once once upon a time, back when that was actually a thing. What about, like, Bolt.com? No. Nothing on that. What about uh, Grannies.com? Oh, we're not going there. Grilled cheese with Tabasco sauce.com? No. Don't go there. Actually, no, actually, don't answer that question. I was about to ask, what was that site that I found the other day when we were on the freaking show? No, no, not that. (laughs) I found another one, and no, I went to it. It was horrible. (laughs) It was was the worst decision of my life. I've made some pretty bad ones. I mean, he's befriended me and stayed friends with me, so this must be an epically bad choice. It was was so hard. It was just so bad. Well, anyways, I am Cecil Xavier, your host. You can find me on Cecil Versus Games on Twitter, Cecil Xavier everywhere else, Facebook, Ustream, Twitch, uh, Mixer. Um, I'm also tooling around the GNA Podcast Discord, uh, do Gamers Discord, TPC's Discord, Geek Squatch's Discord, Bueller and Gamings, uh, Ultra Super Megas, uh, pretty much any Discord you can think of, I'm probably there. If I'm not, let me know. I'll bounce over there, too. We hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget, to, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Reviews on iTunes help people find the show. So if you enjoy the show, uh, help other people find the show by giving us a rate or review. We'll probably read it live on the air. I say live as a recording. Well, we'll really read it live. It'll be live. Whatever. It'll be read. Uh, you can also find us on Android and Google Play Music. With, uh, or Sorry, you can find us on Android with Google Play Music, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Player FM, Spreaker, MyTuner, Your Listen. And yes, we're on Spotify now, too, so you can find us there. I actually was just listening to one of our shows uh, today while I was uh, down, while I was doing patching. Because, well, one, I wanted to see if it actually played and I wasn't being gypped. Uh, and a side note, I need to buy some more monocles. Yeah, you do. You need more monocles. I do. There's a real quick way you can launch the show. Just do that, uh, hey, Google. Yep. All you got to do is say, hey, Google, play the latest episode of the GNA podcast. And there's a pretty good chance that you're either going to get Google to play the GNA podcast, or you'll get something called the DNA podcast, which is weird because they talk about anatomy and tearing people apart. It's kind of really, really freaky, but it's really an interesting listen, too. But don't get them confused with us. I kind of want to go there now. You can follow us on Twitter. Um, just search at GNA Podcast. Uh, there's a pinned tweet there if you want to join the Discord chat. You can find us on Facebook. Just search at GNA Podcast on Facebook, and you'll find us there. We tend to put all of our all of our different scheduling stuff up on Facebook. Uh, game show night, anime night, which is every Wednesday, horror movie night, which is once a month. The f- following weekend after game show night so whichever game show night happens it's the following weekend after that uh join us on that we're usually on rabbit for anything streaming movie wise and then mixer for mixer youtube and everything else everywhere else we've also started playing and hosting guests on our streaming feeds www.twitch.com and mixer w uh for sorry twitch.tv forward slash gna podcast and mixer.com forward slash gna podcast we've also partnered with humble bundle hey blue why don't you tell us about humble bundle man 
Humble Bundle is uh, where you can purchase games normally, but with a twist. You choose which part goes to the publisher, uh, to Humble Bundle or a charity. You can give it all to charity if you want, or none of it. Your call. Just make sure you put question mark partner equals GNA podcast at the end of any Humble Bundle link that you get before you buy to let them know that we sent you away. And so far for this month, GNA Podcast has raised $41.67 for charity through our partnership with Humble Bundle. And we'd like to thank Zyber and Cecil for helping us reach that goal. I think your mic's muted. I can't hear you. Whoops. Yeah, it totally was. So there's a correction to that because last episode we said it was 60-something bucks that we raised when really it was about 30-something bucks. So now we've got that number correct because I'm not drunk now and I could actually get the number correctly. He's good at math. Uh, also, when you go in and you put that question uh, question mark partner equals GNA podcast, you'll see the little humble bundle logo where it says GNA partner, GNA podcast partnered. Um, you can also have that slider down there. Make sure once you do that, though, there's an option there for clicking where to send your money. Make sure to click on that. There's a slider there for GNA. Put that all the way down to zero. We don't want any of your money. We want you to give it all to charity uh, and the developers, too. Throw Humble Bundle a little money every now and then, but they're owned by IGN now, so they're probably going to make a whole bunch of money anyways. But, uh, yeah, we, we don't, like, GNA, we're, we're not partnered with Humble Bundle whatsoever to make money. It's all for charity. Just like in November coming up here, we're going to be doing our Extra Life event. We're going to be doing a 24-hour stream where each one of us is going to take the reins for a few hours and play games, try to raise some money. So come join us. We're going to be on all our major feeds, Twitch, uh, Mixer, YouTube, all over the place. Uh, join us. Watch. Donate some cash. It all goes to Extra Life. My specific charity is actually for a children's hospital up in Richmond. Zyber, where are you donating to? Mine is the um, Franklin Millie Duker Children's Hospital in uh, Albany, New York. Nice. Blue, do you remember where you're donating to? Uh, Wolfram's Children's Hospital in Jacksonville, Florida. Nice. What about you, D? You in on it? You donating? Oh, I was just going to hop on. I I, I, <laughs> I think I'll just like set it for your hospital. All right. Well, we got to set you up. Uh, we'll, get, we'll get you set up and uh, we'll get you all, all hooked up in there on that. Yeah, I'm like, oh, oh, I was supposed to do that too. <laughs> what have I been up to? Well, we can see where D's head's at. Uh, we're we're yeah. a proud member of the Ninja Pancake community. Uh, check out our friends, uh, Brian and Susan, and oh crap, it's Carbonator. What the hell's his other name? Caleb and Alex. Dave. Dave thank you, Dave. Dave? I, I just remember Carbonator, and I remember his face, and I was calling him Carbonator. Anyway, uh, Susan, Brian, and Dave on three-player co-op, uh, as well as no, I'm not. Gonna, I was gonna. I'm not gonna read. I'm not going to do Geek Squatch again, but I go check them out too. I was going to say go check out Remy on My Morning Coffee, and he's also got um, Bombshell Jackets. I was sitting loot shooting lane. I'm like, shit, that's not it. I, th uh, I think we Dinks. should change Cecil's uh, GNA name to Dave. <laughs> I might remember then. Yeah, Dave or Alex. Put it on there, and I'll finally remember their name. Uh, well, I just named off a whole bunch of podcasts. Go check them out because they're good people, great friends. We love to listen to them, and you should too. Uh, we also want to thank Morgan BS Photography for our new logo and artwork. Check him out at morganbs.com. Email us at GNA Podcast at GNA and your DNA one with questions, comments, death threats. We don't care. I just want to stop getting these notifications from Twitter saying that somebody's liked one of our posts. I just, I, 
I want something. I want something that I can read because otherwise I'm gonna start reading those on the air. That, that's what's gonna happen. Oh, oh, like you know what I don't have access to Cecil. I can't change your name. <laughs> oh, like uh, those those messages from Twitter that. Oh, hey GNA, I think you'll like my video. Go check it out. Yeah, yeah, those are always great. Don't click on those. God. Actually, I think that's how I found that granny website. Anyways, last but not least, check out our website at www.gnapodcast.com. Um, it's pretty sparse right now, but maybe once I get a degree or two more, I'll uh, I'll actually be able to do that. Or if you're a webmaster, you want to come over and help out. We can pay you in game codes, more heavy on the air, or make fun of you. Probably all of those. But anyways, thank you guys for joining me tonight. I had a blast. I think we're... I, I think the name of this show might be called Tangent, though, versus We're Getting Sued. Good oh, singer. yeah. Write it down. Write it down now. Have a good night, everybody. Ha, ha, how about Kingdom Sued? <laughs> Have a good night. Night, all. Have a good night. <laughs>